Hello and welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. It is game day and we got some big news to start off this Sunday as Kyler Murray is going to sit out for the Arizona Cardinals because their bye week is next week and they want to give him all the rest they can leading up to their week 13 matchup. So it's going to be Colt McCoy on the field today, and I will get into the rest of the injury news. But let's kick things off by hearing from some of our favorite Seahawks players and coaches. We're going to start off with three players, starting with DK Metcalf, who spoke about his outbursts this year. Um, no, me and Pete um, have talked like three times. I think I've had an outburst three times this year. Uh, so we've talked three times um, and, you know, the conversation's always gotten better. Um, I'm, I'm a passionate player. I'm never going to back down from anything. He understands that. But at the same time, I'm starting to become a leader on this team. Um, and, you know, I got to got to grow up and, uh, you know, continue to get better. Um, I know I'm, I'm still a work in progress. I don't like to use my age as an excuse, but I sometimes forget that I'm just 23 years old. So uh, continue just to grow each day. And, uh, you know, the mistakes are going to get fixed. I talked to Bobby uh, after the game, and he was like, "You're not the first person to do this um, on you know multiple occasions." So, uh, like like I just said, man, I got to just grow up and you know assume my role as a leader on this team, and you know just look at myself, uh, you know, in that uh, aspect. We also got to hear from rookie cornerback Trey Brown this week. Brown was asked if he would like to get a chance at returning kickoffs. I mean, yeah, I do, but that's not up to me. <laughs> uh, I would love to, you know, as of being a competitor, a competitor that I am, I would, I would be a receiver if I had to. Yeah, I mean, if I wanted, uh, if I could. And so, um, you know, uh, I just we got a great guy back there. You know, DJ, uh, he's doing he's doing really well back there, man. He's he's killing it. So, uh, man, just hats off to him. Nobody have to worry about that. I want to hear his answer on punt returns. He gives credit to DJ Dallas for his kick returns. I, I want to hear about the punt return situation. Unfortunately, though, Brown will not be going up against his former teammate at Oklahoma in Kyler Murray, but he will still be tested with a receiving core that is still strong, even without their star, DeAndre Hopkins. Man, it's an amazing group. You know, you got A.J. Green, who's who's a I, I consider, a, you know, a legend in my eyes. Uh, D-Hop was one of the best receivers in the NFL. And you got also, you got some fast guys. Uh, you got uh, Christian Kirk, Rondell Moore. Everybody's everybody's really well, uh, really good. And uh, um, that's that's the reason why their offense is probably number one, number two in the NFL, you know. So uh, we got to go out there and just be, you know, we got to be on top of our game, understand uh understand ball, understand what's, what's going on in your game, and then just study ball. You know, that's something we have to do. And so uh, just going against these guys, it's really going to, they're going to really test as well. So we got to make sure we come and be prepared. Moving on to Russell Wilson. Here's what he said about whether or not he will take snaps under center this week. I was ready to last week. I mean, just the game just didn't, didn't, didn't dictate itself. Like I said, we had those first two drives in the first quarter and all that. And, you know, my, my hand's fine. Yeah. I think you guys could see, you know, I was running the ball, getting hit and all that stuff. I'm not thinking about my hand. So, um, but you know, I think that you want to be smart too, you know, we want to take a million snaps underneath, but I think that at the same time, you know, hand feels great. I feel confident about it. Um, been doing it in practice some too, and this and that. So I don't know if Russ answered the question directly there. All I heard him say is that he was ready to last week. So that's going to be something to watch is if he'll be under center this week. Wilson also touched on the running game and what they're going to miss without Chris Carson, who has been ruled out for the rest of the season with a neck injury. Um, I, I don't think we're missing much. I think AC has done, um, you know, obviously Chris Carson's such a physical brute. You know, he, he's a guy who can just run over guys and all that. I think AC has, 
He plays different than, than Chris, but he, he'll, he'll run through a guy too as well. But he's just got tremendous feet. I mean, he's just dancing back there and doing great things. Um, you know, so I think that, um, I think for us is that continue to mix up the run game, you know, what we're doing on the schemes and this and that just to challenge the defense. I think um, Shane, Shane is, is really good at that and Andy too as well and Coach Lari. So I think th- those guys are, are great at that. And I think, you know, throughout, as we're catching our groove, we got to catch a groove, right? And as we catch that groove, I think the running game, the passing game, all that, all that has to click to, together as one. If we can do that, um, which I know we can, and we have this so, so far this year a few times, I think, you know, you know, let's, let's catch fire. And I think that's just kind of our mentality. Moving on to pass rush and the Cardinals defense. Here's what Wilson had to say about those Cardinals pass rushers. Well, I think their scheme, I, I think Vance Joseph does a great job of, of dialing it up doing a great job of mixing their scheme up and everything else. I think their defensive line is tremendous. You got, you know, really great players. Obviously Chandler Jones is one of the best, you know, defensive ends of all time. You know, how many sacks he's had and how he can, I think he's one of the most underrated players in the game and, He's highly rated, but I think he's underrated, <laughs> if that's possible. And he's he's really special. Offensive coordinator Shane Waldron also offered his comments on the guys that are going to be going after his quarterback today. It starts with their edge rushers and their ability to affect the passer and and collapse the pocket, and then you know they get the good interior push, and you know obviously with Chandler Jones, but the rest of the guys doing such a good job on the edge that you know anything that gets out of rhythm or, or gets the quarterback off the spot, you know those guys have a, a tendency to get home and get home pretty quickly. And then on third down, like like a lot of teams we've seen this year, they have a great blitz package, a great you know mixture of different exotic fronts that they're able to get to the quarterback and affect the quarterback in different ways. So it'll be another week of being great communicators. Uh, being great with our eyes up front and seeing what's going on pre-snap, being able to find kind of where those guys are located and then and then protecting them. And the receivers doing a great job of of getting open in the rhythm of the plays because, you know, like every every week, those those sacks a lot of times are tied into the back end and vice versa. So when a uh, defense is playing well, like these guys are playing, you know, the front end's getting home in a good, timely fashion. And the secondary is, is trusting that they're getting home in the timing of their defensive call so that they can stay aggressive in their coverage. One of the big criticisms of Shane Waldron in the Packers game was the run-pass balance. He said the staff does keep careful track of this during the game. Yeah, we keep track of it throughout the game and, and, and keep a good feel for it. And then sometimes within the flow of drives, that's where you look back and, you know, there's some certain areas where could have done a better job of keeping that balance up a little bit more when you look back at it. But definitely something we're aware of in, in far as, uh, you know, whether it's the P and 10s or the, you know, within the drive, kind of what our balance is looking like. And again, trying to keep striving for that that better balance in our offensive system. Finally, moving on to Pete Carroll's press conference. He confirmed, as we mentioned earlier, that Chris Carson will have season-ending surgery on a vertebrae in his neck. Carroll says that this injury is different from the neck injuries that ended the careers of both Cliff Averill and Cam Chancellor. Here's Pete talking about what went into the decision to shut Chris down for the year. We took as much time as we could to rest him and then and built him up to bring him back. And when he came back to practice the first day, it wasn't quite right. He practiced again the next day, and it just it, it just didn't relent, you know. And it's been real uncomfortable for him. It's it's been uncomfortable, physically uncomfortable for him. And uh, we went as long as we could, and, and he worked as hard as he could at it. And uh, this is just after just not being able to get it to happen, turn around. This is the best choice we got, and so um, and we'll look forward to him, you know, getting all that taken care of, and then and be ready for a big year next year. The final question to Pete Carroll in Friday's press conference was if he had been speaking to Jody Allen lately. And producer Wilson Kahn finds this answer notable and wants you to draw your own conclusions about Pete's answer. Here it is. Um, you know, we're communication really communicates a lot through John. 
uh, for the most part, send messages once in a while and uh, talk once in a while. We had a middle of the year meeting and like we always do and all that. Pretty normal. It, it is normal. I don't know, Wilson. I, I don't know if he sounds nervous in that clip, but I get the sense that you do. So I'm, I'm going to let you have that. And thank you. Thank you, Wilson, for continuing to produce this show. Be sure and give Wilson a follow out on Twitter at Wilson underscore con C-O-N-N. And be sure and check out fieldgoals.com. We're going to have the game day thread up there for you today. Looking at the injury news for the Seahawks, several members of the Seahawks questionable. Safety Jamal Adams questionable with a groin injury. Linebacker Cody Barton with a quad injury. Defensive end Kerry Hyder with his calf. Jamarco Jones left tackle with his back. And cornerback DJ Reed with both a groin and knee injury. With that said, Reed trending in a negative direction as he was a full participant on Wednesday, limited Thursday, did not practice Friday. Jamal Adams also in that same situation, practicing Wednesday, limited Thursday, not practicing Friday. Hyder the opposite. He was limited Friday after not practicing Wednesday and Thursday. Jamarco Jones not practicing at all, all week. So the backup left tackle spot in question heading into this game. Left tackle Dwayne Brown, fortunately not designated with injury despite leaving the game last week with a hip injury. So those are the players in question for the Seahawks. Nobody ruled out. However, for the Cardinals, as I mentioned off the top, Kyler Murray, it sounds like he will not go, although not listed officially as ruled out on the injury report. But they had four other players who were wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins, who is nursing a hamstring injury. Offensive lineman Justin Pugh with a calf injury, linebacker Tanner Vallejo, and running back Jonathan Ward. Colt McCoy, the quarterback who is scheduled to go for the Cardinals, if Kyler is in fact out of the lineup, he is questionable with a pectoral injury. Also questionable, safety Buda Baker, offensive lineman Max Garcia, and two defensive linemen in Corey Peters and Jordan Phillips. I mentioned it on the Seahawkers podcast. I'll mention it here as well. I'm going to be going live at 7 p.m. Pacific time on the Wisdom app after the game. You can go to joinwisdom.audio forward slash Seahawkers podcast. Follow me there. That way you can get notified when I go live and uh, we can have a little chat about this game after it happens. Joinwisdom.audio forward slash Seahawkers podcast. Look forward to talking to you there after the game. And until next time, go Hawks.